0: Welcome back to another episode of the Brazilian Point of View. My name is Ana, and today I have another very exciting episode for you. I've actually been wanting to record the episode, this episode with this topic for over a year now, but I just couldn't find the perfect guest to record it with until I met Sierra, and it was clear from the beginning that she was just the perfect person to talk about this. And she actually added so much more to the episode than I initially expected from it. So it was really nice. She actually goes to a boarding school. So it wasn't in the original outline for this episode initially. But it was a great addition. And I am very happy that we could talk a little bit about this as well. We talked about how is it for her to go to a boarding school, how she got in, the process, and how that made her life so much better in a general basis, not only about her education. But um, yeah, and then we escalate to the pressure of choosing a college, a major, and define a life path so young. And how it is okay to just simply not know sometimes. So it was a really great episode. I am really proud of this one. Obviously, I'm really proud of every episode of mine. Like you can ask anyone. But I'm just honestly so excited. And I really hope that you guys enjoy it as well. But before we get to that, please make sure to follow, subscribe, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And also follow the podcast on Instagram. At the Brazilian POV podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get to the episode. Hi Sierra, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much
1: for having me. I'm really excited.
0: Yeah, like I've been meaning to kind of record an episode kind of like this Mm -hmm. for over a, a year, I believe. And I've never found like someone that I could actually record it with. So I'm like really excited about this. Uh,
1: Yeah, me too. I'm really,
0: really excited. So, first of all, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Sure. So, um, my name is Sierra. I am from Atlanta, Georgia, but I go to a boarding school in Pennsylvania right now. I am 18, and I will be going to college at Southern Methodist University in Dallas next year, which I'm very, very excited about. Um, I also have my own podcast called The Morning News. Um, I've been doing it for almost two years now, which is insane. And I also do content creation on Instagram and sometimes on TikTok. Nice. So
0: something that actually like I was very curious about, but I feel like because I have a lot of Brazilian listeners Mm -hmm. and here in Brazil, we're kind of curious about this too, about how is your experience with boarding school? Because we see boarding schools in like movies and TV shows, but I don't know like how close it is to the reality.
1: Mm -hmm. I honestly, I love my boarding school. I've been here at my boarding school for about three years now. And it's honestly the best decision me and my parents have ever made because I've made so many great and genuine friendships here. And I've also learned a lot about myself as well. And I honestly don't think I would have started my podcast had I not come here. I feel like everything has like a reason. So I feel like me being here at my boarding school, just I learned how to be independent a lot, but I've also learned how to be more confident in myself. And I've built that self-confidence in myself over the past three years and just navigating relationships friendships classes living with a roommate and um just navigating life as a teenager but at a boarding school where you're living with other people and it's it can be hard sometimes it can be challenging I did get homesick my first year a little bit but not as much as I as I as I would have thought but I did miss home a little bit, especially my mom. I'm really close to my mom. My mom's like my best friend. And so I still FaceTime her a lot. I FaceTime her at least two to three times a week, <laughs> whether that be just to talk or for like help with like essays or math help. But it can be, it's sometimes, it's, it can be challenging at first. So when I first came here, I got paired with a roommate and we didn't get along very well. It kind of like coexisted in a way, but we weren't friends, um, partially because of we, we were both all, we're the opposite as people, uh, space-wise, like cleanliness-wise and stuff. But um, it was a learning experience as well because I was able to learn how to deal with those roommate conflicts and situations that arose, but it's given me a good glimpse of what college might look like too. So I've learned a lot about like living with a roommate Dining hall life. It's just, I've learned a lot and I definitely think it's really, really prepared me for college.
0: And why did you decide to go
1: to a boarding school? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I decided to go to boarding school because at my old high school in Atlanta, the resources weren't necessarily very good. And just the education system where I lived wasn't very good at all. And like the caliber of the teachers, the caliber of like the rigorous workload and stuff, it just wasn't there. And I knew I could do better. I could be challenged more. And my parents thought that as well. So we were just like, just kind of fed up with the whole school system in Atlanta. And um, there was this one instance where I was in an AP history class and we didn't have our textbooks. And it was like a quarter of the way through the semester. And we were like, when are the textbooks going to come? And my teacher was like, I don't know. So we were like, okay, uh, that's a red flag. And then my dad asked me like later, a couple of weeks or like a month or two later, asked me when we were driving to school that morning, um, did your teacher, have you gotten your book yet? And I said, no. And my dad said, I don't know where you're going to be next year, but it won't be here. And that just like kicked it off, off um, to where I am today. and it was a long journey it was stressful at times I had to take a standardized test to get into boarding schools it was called the SSAT I hate it it's like the SAT but for boarding schools I hated that test so much it was so bad but um I got through it I took it twice and that's okay I hated every single minute of it but I got to where I am today and that's all that matters and I toured at least I think maybe three to five boarding schools um And like my parents took a road trip across the east coast for about a week um during spring break to visit all these boarding schools and i initially was dead set on a girl's school because i thought i hated the co-ed system just because of the way it worked at my old school and then i um toured my current school now and i fell in love with the place it just it's everything that i wanted the small class sizes the community felt really really good I felt like I was at home and it's very spacious so much greenery and just there's stuff to do and that's what made me the happiest and it was really fun when I first toured
0: that's really nice I love that you realized that you could do better and then you and your parents kind of like made this decision that like let's search for better like it will yeah take a little bit of work because I I had no idea that you actually had to take a test to get to boarding school Mm -hmm. but you did it anyway the application and yeah that's crazy (laughs) I would never know like for me it would be just like oh let me just like apply like a like a simple application or something (laughs) so I wanted to move on because you said that Like you have a podcast, The Morning Muse, and I kind of wanted to ask you how it was for you to start a podcast still in high school, because I don't think this is something that at least I see a lot. I see people in their 20s. Because I feel like it takes a little bit of courage to start a podcast. So I think it's awesome that you started in high school. Because I look back like 10 years ago and I would never be able to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, it's so funny how I started. Because I had no intentions on starting a podcast in high school. I hadn't even thought about starting one up until I had watched this YouTuber, Lily Rayco. And she said she was starting her own podcast. And I thought, well, okay, she was like 20 in her 20s at the time, I think early 20s. And I was like, well, if she can start her own podcast, I can too. Like, it doesn't matter what age you are, as long as you just go ahead and do it and just have the confidence in yourself to the to think that and know that you can do this, you can be successful at this. And that's what really drove me to start it. So I started in December of 2020. And I was at home, actually. And my mom was the first one to know about it, that was starting a podcast. And I didn't tell my dad until like, actually, no, I, I wasn't even the one who told my dad, my uncle told my dad, that I started a podcast, he didn't know. And i had been doing it for at least a couple months by then. And I told a couple of my close friends um, who knew that was starting a podcast and it's honestly the best things, the best thing I've ever done because I've been able to connect with so many people. I've been able to learn more about myself. I've been able to get more confident in public speaking because you're just recording into your microphone and the connections I've made is just amazing. The fact that I've been able to talk to people, interview guests it's just awesome. I never would have thought that I could do it, you know, and I've had some of my dream guests come on to my podcast. I never would have thought they'd even wanted to come on. Like sometimes I will say to myself, oh, they won't want to come on to my podcast. And then when they respond and they say yes, I'm like, that's just insane.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, first of all, you don't sound like an 18 year old, like <laughs> comparison to me when I was 18, you look like, you sound like so beyond your age. And I completely agree to everything that you said about starting a podcast is like almost freeing. And we actually talked about this. We started around the same time. And yeah. I also started mine in December 2020. And it's funny, because I don't think like I told my parents until like I was three or four episodes and because I was like so insecure and I it was very dramatic as well they were sitting at the table and talking and I was like okay I have something to tell you and I don't want no judgments I started a podcast <laughs> like, What? <laughs> but uh, yeah I think it's amazing that you started this young and that you have this confidence to to just like your thoughts into the world because I think this is it's very special
1: yeah for sure and one of the things that I've always known about myself is that I love helping people that's always something I've been doing since I was very very young and I felt like with having a podcast I was able to not only like help my friends around me just speaking to them one-on-one but also just give my advice to a broader audience into a bigger audience and that's what I want to do I want to help people become who they want to be and know and let them know that like no path is linear nobody's path is going to be linear everybody's path is going to be different but you can go after that dream life that you desire Mm -hmm. that's awesome
0: and like since we're just already talking about your podcast do you want to talk a little bit about like what is your podcast about
1: yeah sure so my podcast is about. I talk a lot about entrepreneurship, health and wellness, self-improvement, and going after your dream life. Like, and I love interviewing people who are on different paths to going after their dream life, whether they're an entrepreneur, whether they're working on nine to five and doing a side hustle to go after the dream that they want. I love interviewing people in all different stages and all different walks of life because, you know, you never know what's. What else is out there? You never know who else is out there, and be able to get their perspective on life and just things in general is just an amazing thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. I love that everyone can contribute, like with a different perspective, Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, one hundred percent. So, kind of like on a completely different note, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about feeling pressured in high school because I think this is very generalized, like, everywhere, just, like, the usual pressure about, like, social media, I, I cannot believe, I cannot even, like, imagine how it is to be in high school these days with social media, because, like, back of the day, like, my days, it wasn't even that bad, it was very, like, we, we didn't really have, like, a lot of Instagram yet, but, yeah kind of like how is to live this type of external pressure from
1: others while being in high school Mm -hmm. it's funny that you mentioned that because for me I've always worked on in myself not 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 caring about what other people think it's only me me and my decisions only is what matters and what I think of what my decisions will have on people matters. And like, not to say how other things, how your actions affect people don't matter, but it's the actions that I take towards my life matter. And just to just block out all the judgments and all the opinions of other people, because honestly, That will only limit, that only limits me to where I go if I care, if I start caring about other people's opinions, other people's judgments, other people's thoughts of like what I should do and what I shouldn't be doing. And with social media, I haven't faced that because just external judgment from other people because it just doesn't affect me and people, I just, I don't. I'm not that kind of a person who's like in like a lot of drama and stuff like that and I'm just and that just doesn't happen to me I just nobody else like cares about what I'm doing because the only thing that I should care about is myself and what I'm doing because everybody's path is different like I said and just like okay if they talk behind me about my back okay but that might be a good thing they might be saying good things about me I have to think of like the good things that are coming out of situations and not just the bad like my parents always say like who knows what's good or bad and so I try to take that mindset to to a lot of things in my life especially like being on social media and stuff so. Do you feel like more
0: comfortable now that you are at like a boarding school than
1: before? Oh yeah definitely honestly I probably wouldn't have pursued social media and this podcast the way I'm doing now if I hadn't because I've just grown I've grown a lot and I've learned a lot more about myself through my friendships that I've had here and just living in a different environment and experiencing different personalities different teachers and different just different everything and it's made me learn a lot more about myself and how I work not only how I work in like friendships and relationships how I work in school environments class settings but also as like a roommate and a friend mm-hmm. yeah so uh,
0: you are oh you already have like a college that you're going to mm-hmm. but I wanted to talk a little bit about the whole um, not like path but the whole situation about choosing a school in pursuing, like, a major, like, what are your thoughts on that, like, the thought process of making all of these choices, because the, this is, like, one of the most important choices that we kind of make, so, uh, like, for me, like I said, like, before, I have no idea how it is these days, um, because I'm pretty sure that it changed at least, like, a little bit, Mm -hmm. but, like, with social media, everything is more accessible and all of it, so how was it for you? How do you see that people in high school these days are suffering like with the pressure of making these choices? Because it can be very difficult sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. And from my experience, I, I initially did not know what I wanted to major in at all going into the college process. I was like, I have I've like no idea whatsoever. And it honestly wasn't until I started working on my podcast more and getting into social media that I thought about public relations as a major and pursuing social media as a full-time job. Because I've been watching influencers do it, some of my favorite like friends just pursuing social media as a full-time job. And I honestly think it's pretty cool that you can make a a living off of social media um, and having that freedom that way. But I initially had no idea, like none at all. And I was just looking at any college that was like, I wanted, I definitely I knew I wanted to go out of state. That was the one thing I knew because I just didn't want to go back home for college because I've been here at boarding school. I I want to explore new places and new things. Um so I some of the colleges I looked at were Syracuse University, even though I hate the cold, I despise it. I can't stand it. Don't ask me why I even looked there. I also looked at Michigan State, which is also very cold. I didn't end up applying to Michigan State. I looked at Chapman University in California, University of Arizona, um, SMU, Elon University, University of Miami. I looked all up and down, the East Coast, some of the West Coast. I was all over the place because I had no idea what I wanted to major in. I just knew I wanted to be out of state. And it wasn't until like, later on that I knew I wanted to major in pu- PR because of how fun it how fun it seems because I had done multiple interviews with people who majored in PR and now have like their own social media agency they work as a influencer full-time I thought that's honestly a perfect career path for me because I love like I said I love connecting with people I love meeting new people and just doing things that connect me with people is something that I love to do especially like with this podcast and networking and stuff so that is what I found really like enjoyable and honestly if anybody here is listening who is a junior in high school a senior in high school right now or about to become a junior or a senior it's okay not to know what you want to do it's totally fun people it's crazy how society thinks that you're supposed to have everything figured out when you're 18 especially when you're trying to go to college it's fine if you don't know like I don't know why society pressures us to know what we're supposed to do in our lives because we're 18, we're young. We aren't supposed to know what our next four to five years are gonna look like. We're growing. We're still growing. We don't we continue growing and growing is just a journey we're all we're all going to be going through at every stage in our life. We don't stop growing. Like we just don't and just being okay with knowing that you don't have control over everything because things are going to go up and down, things are going to go sideways, but you never know what good might come out of it, so it's, it's okay not to know, because I didn't know until, like, oh boy, halfway through my senior year, that I wanted to major in PR, so it's okay, it's fine, you're not, spo- you. it's okay not to know, and go undecided, I was about to go undecided, because I had no idea what I wanted to do, so I was planning on doing that until I just, started digging deeper and thinking about what I'd like to do in my life and what is something that I've been doing recently in my life that is helping me decide on what I want to do in college. So that's, that was a big help just looking at my daily habits, my daily routines, what I've been involved with over the past couple of years to help me decide.
0: Something I think that is, like, really nice as well is that in the U.S., when you go to college, you can kind of switch majors. So you can't – this is really nice because here in Brazil, we don't have this. So this –
1: once you're stuck, you're stuck.
0: Yeah. You actually have to choose, and, like, that's that. You can drop, and then you're going to have to do your, like – we don't have, like, applications. Mm -hmm. We just have, like, tests. So you have to take like another test to get into that college. So it's like another whole deal. So, but I really like the process on how it is in the United States because it leaves like more open to young people to kind of figure it out by themselves. Because like you said, it's impossible to know what you want to do for the rest of your life when you're like 17, 18, like you have no idea about like life. You're still like a teenager, Right. So um, after you chose your major, is what made you choose the school that you're going to? Like, how is the how they relate to each other?
1: Yeah. So it was a mix of things because SMU wasn't on my radar until like August when I started applying to colleges. And I was just looking at like, I had, I think at that time I had figured out what I wanted to major in. And then I just started looking more at certain programs that a lot of the schools I looked at offered. And one of the biggest things that drew me to SMU was not only the um, quality of the program for my major, but it was also the campus. The campus is absolutely gorgeous. I was looking at photos of it online when I was first researching. I was like, oh my God, this is like perfect for me. And I was dead set on going to like Elon University for some, but when I looked at their program, where it wasn't as good as like SMU's was, and I was just so drawn to the campus, it felt like home a lot, and it just lots of like one thing about me, I love nature and I love greenery, and so I have to be somewhere where I have like green space around me, and SMU just checked off that box completely when I was looking at photos and stuff, and the program that they have for PR is honestly amazing and. I was, like, as I was, like, getting closer to just thinking about where I wanted to go, I was, like, I think SMU's it because it just checked off so many of the boxes. It gave me flexibility with what I wanted to do. They had an amazing program for my major. It's in a big city, which I like. I like like being close to a city but not at a city school. I wanted a suburban type of campus, not too far away from the city but close enough. And just not like urban I hate urban campuses um so that was like one of my things and just. Not too big I didn't want a school that was like huge like 50,000 people I just wanted like a medium sized school um, and that really checked off the box and then I eventually I visited. Last during Memorial Day week. Nope. When did I visit I think it might have. been. No it was President's Day weekend. I visited Present Day weekend this year and when I I had a friend who goes to SMU right now and she offered to tour me around campus because um, my I think my college my college counselor like um, told me that she went there and she'd be having to tour me around and um, so I went and uh, she took me around on campus and before we'd even walked around the minute my parents and I drove into that campus I was like Oh my god, this is perfect! Like I just knew, and then it, then I started walking around. I walked around the whole entire campus. And I was like, this place is absolutely perfect for me. It's just, it was everything I wanted, and it it showed up to what it was in the pictures. Like the photos actually did the school justice when I went onto that campus because I I visited multiple campuses, college and boarding school campuses. Where I was enthralled by it from the website, from the pictures. But when I got there, I was like, this is not what I was expecting, and nor do I want to be here. So that, I was just so floored. I was I was just smiling from ear to ear that whole entire time. I just could not stop smiling because I knew I was just, I've decided I'm going here. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm going to SMU.
0: That's amazing. I love that you got to actually go to the campus and be like, oh, this is it. And that you got into the school because I know that sometimes people end up going to schools that they didn't want to go. But I love that this was in your case and that you're going to the school that you really wanted to go. Um, How was the application process like? the pressure of it and like emotionally how it was for you
1: yeah so in my mind how I was treating it is I was treating it just like I was applying to boarding schools all over again so I knew I already knew what kind of what the process would look like all over again because I applied to boarding schools the way I did and so it's very very similar like you have to go through this website to apply and stuff it's so so very familiar and I was like, okay, this is just like applying to boarding schools. And it was so, it was a little bit, granted, it was stressful, definitely for sure. But I managed my time really well. And I focused on the schools first that were, that I applied to early action, which is like, I get my decision back earlier. Um, and then I put my focus later on, on the schools that were regular decision where I didn't have to submit until way way later um and, and it was stressful because I had to upkeep like my grades my classes my homework and stuff but I also wanted to make sure I wasn't just getting overwhelmed by it I wanted to make sure I had a balance between classes friends family all that stuff so I made sure I had a balance between everything and I just it was, it was stressful. Don't get me wrong. I might, it might sound like I'm glorifying the process. It's not, it's not fun. It's not easy. It can be hard at times, but, um, just it, I learned how to manage my time really well. And I think it was because I've gone to boarding schools and I knew what the process looked like. And just being in a boarding school in general, it forces you to learn how to manage your time a little bit better, a little bit more wisely. Um, but yeah, it was, I, I applied at like nine, nine colleges. That's a lot. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I think I applied to two or three of them, regular decision and all of the rest of them were early action.
0: Yeah, that's, it sounds stressful because you had like last time to yeah. do all of it. And I know that there are a lot of like elements on mm-hmm. the application because you have to take the
1: SATs and then you. I thankfully didn't have to take them because for oh, me, really? they were te- I went test optional because I, kn- oh, okay. I know I knew myself, I'm a terrible standardized test taker absolutely awful and I knew that my if I applied with my standardized test scores it would hurt me more than it would help me so I made that decision to go test optional best decision I've ever made <laughs> <laughs> so gonna-
0: like what are like the other elements on your application that you think that made you stood out because like you didn't have the SATs but I know that you need like extracurriculars, and some people get very stressed out
1: by it yeah so I put down the clubs I was a part of in high school and I put down my podcast as well and just like doing the content creation space as well I put both those things down and I talked about like my journey with my podcast and my growth as a person has since I've started my podcast as well so I talked about a lot about those things um and I think that was it because I didn't do sports at, in high school, um, but I think that was I that's all I mentioned for my extra for my extracurriculars.
0: We kind of touched basis on this a little bit already on the pressure to grow up and choose life path, and how do you see people? Like your age doing this because I've talked a bit about this on previous episodes of my podcast already but what I've been feeling from the past few years is that younger people are almost like in a hurry to grow up faster which can be something that was very much caused by social media and all of it mm-hmm. but yeah, I wanted kind of too wanted to ask you because you are in this environment.
1: Yeah, honestly for me, I I feel like it's because of who I've been surrounded with and what I've been exposed to that I haven't felt a pressure to grow up very fast because I I know myself and I know my boundaries that I have with things and I just I try to take things day by day. What happens happens. What doesn't doesn't. Um and I I try to keep an open mind for a lot of things that happen in my life. Like if I have like a bad experience with something or someone I'll think about, okay, this is a learning experience for something that's going to happen to you coming up. There's some, there's a reason why this happened to you and there's a reason why you're experiencing it so i try to think of like everything as like a learning experience and let like something good is going to happen out of something um which i taking me year taking it's been taking me years to get to this point because growth as a teenager is hard it's very hard because you have to deal with so much you have to deal with if you're a girl your period every single month <laughs> you have to deal with friendships breakups relationships teachers homework classes extracurriculars podcasts YouTube if you name it there's so many things that and on
0: top of that like all of the hormones because exactly. like hormones are crazy when you're a teenager's living right. hell it's terrible
1: right. exactly and it's it's sometimes difficult to figure out how the heck do I manage all of this? Like, I'm only one person. Like, how is this happening to me right now? And so I try to think of things as just like, try to take one thing at a time, which for me is very hard to do. I'm not a person who thinks that way most of the time sometimes I'll do good by thinking that way, sometimes I won't, sometimes I'll catastrophize every little thing that's going on, but um, I feel like it's what, who you surround yourself with and what you surround yourself with really helps, and just, like, making sure you're in an, in a environment to help you grow yourself, but to also making sure you learn more about yourself and just not everything is a race, like, like I said, you're growing every single day, growing doesn't have to be a race, it doesn't, it really doesn't, you can just take things as it is, day by day, try not to worry about the future, try not to worry about the past, what happened in the past, just focus in on what's going on in your present moment, because the future will come, it will always come, but Your present is now and you won't get now back again.
0: Yeah, exactly. I feel like these days, everything's just so overwhelming. Like everyone's just so competitive about everything. And then everything becomes a race. It's like who takes more extracurriculars to get into college? And then when you get in your 20s, like who has their life figure it out first like who's going to get married first and then have kids and then like what do you do for your life do you have everything figured out or are you confused and kind of stuck it's just terrible Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah like being young these days is very stressful Mm -hmm. so like you
1: said with that stress as well like what are what are your outlets yeah yeah that what I've learned definitely I've, I've had to learn who my outlets are who are the right people for my outlets and what are activities I can do so I know I'll be okay like journaling for Mm -hmm. me has become an outlet podcasting for me has become an outlet reading has become an outlet finding those activities that that help you well balance yourself yes exactly finding balance just helps tremendously
0: yeah for sure Like reading for me is like top tier. I just like go back and get like start Harry Potter all over again. Like, (laughs) let's just get everything together. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. That's,
0: yeah. Like, that's amazing that you, you already think like this because, like, when you get this thought process and when you internalize this as young as possible things just become so much easier yes like later in life
1: definitely for sure
0: so finally every week we give a recommendation of a book a movie or a tv show what recommendation do you have for our listeners this week
1: and why oh so my tv show recommendation is the show called kung fu it's on the CW, or if you have it, it's on Fubo TV. Um, it's a really good show about these this um, um this Asian American family, but specifically this Asian American girl named Nikki Nikki Shen, and where she like went ran away from home because they were trying to force her um, to. Oh gosh, they were trying to force her to do something in her life, but she wasn't happy about it. So she ran away to the Shaolin Monastery and learned how to become a, uh, learn, learned Kung Fu. And um, now she's on this journey to find the person who killed her mentor. And so she came back to the U.S. to find the person who killed her mentor and just journey that she's been going through so it's it's a really really good show I'm on see it's on season two right now and and the new episode comes out tomorrow night I'm so excited
0: I've never heard about this one before it's a new show it just came out last year okay it's so good oh that's awesome I'm gonna take notes on that (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much for coming to the podcast it was great to have this conversation with you Like I said, you are like beyond your age because it's like amazing that you have all of this in you already um, in high school, but uh, where can people
1: find you online? So my Instagram is Sierra E Brewer. You can find my podcast on wherever you listen to your podcasts on, but my podcast Instagram is at the morning news podcast. So. Yeah. And I'm also on TikTok, which is at Sierra E Brewer, same as my um, Instagram, but I don't post much on there. But if you want, you guys can find me there too.
0: That's amazing. Thank you so much for coming.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. So that's it for
0: today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope that you liked Sierra as well. I think that she is so honestly like i said this in this episode but whatever i think she's so mature beyond her age we actually talked a little bit beyond the recording and yeah honestly she's so nice i would definitely love to have her back on the podcast sometime soon and we actually recorded an episode for her podcast as well which i am leaving the link in the description Only she's very organized and ahead in her schedule, so it will only come out in a few months, but when it it does, I'm going to let you guys know on the stories in the um, podcast Instagram, so definitely check that out. But um, yeah, that's it for today, and I hope to see you back here next week. Bye, everyone.